On Athletes Are People Too, we talk about life as an athlete beyond sport. We have real conversations about everything, from the perks of being an athlete to the daily struggles that no one really brings awareness to. We also discuss various ways to achieve success in business and other aspects of life. Our goal is to help athletes realize their full potential as people. This podcast is meant to empower athletes so they believe they are more than their sport. So come laugh with us, learn something new, and enjoy a show made by athletes for athletes. Our people too. My name is Nick. My name is Classy. And this is our first episode, so we're really excited to get this thing going. Hell yeah. Um, today we're going to introduce kind of who we are, what ShakeOut is all about, and kind of why we decided to, decided to start this podcast and kind of like our vision with everything. And um, so let's just kind of get into it. So Classy, wh- what is the ShakeOut and why did you start this company? And most importantly, why why am I sitting here? Why did you decide to hire me? <laughs> so one thing at a time. First things first, ShakeOut basically is a consulting and staffing company preparing athletes for life after sports. Me personally, as a former basketball player, I went through a lot of difficulty during my transition. And what I realized was I wasn't alone. There was a whole community of athletes that was struggling through that transition. And so I saw a gap in the industry and I decided to fill it pretty much. Um, most importantly, why did I decide to hire you? Well, basically, Nick, we're both former <laughs> SJSU Spartans. We went to San Jose State University, and we both played basketball there. Um, we weren't we, friends, though. We were not friends. I did not know who you were. We're, Actually, still, I, no, we're still not friends. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. Um, we both went to San Jose State. We weren't really yep. like in the same <clears throat> friend circle, but we both played basketball. And... I guess basically it all started when I posted my first post on my personal Instagram page about starting ShakeOut. And it kind of take me through what you thought when you saw that first post. Well, first of all, I only knew you for two years because I transferred from San Jose State. Shout out to Cal State East Bay. I'm a pioneer alumni, first of all. Um, But no, when I first saw your post on Instagram, I, I mean, I, as a former college basketball player and playing overseas one year, I was a product of that shakeout of going through the transition into life after sports. I struggled a lot. Um, and I remember seeing that post and being able to immediately relate to it. And, and just, I remember commenting like, wow, this is so dope. And it's kind of cool that we reconnected through, uh, Instagram because, uh, you know, through my experience of coaching up my athletes and consulting, um, with my athletes through my, uh, recruiting business, this just all tied in together and helping athletes is, is my passion because I was once in the athlete's shoes of struggling through that transition into life after sports, so. Yeah, big facts, big facts. I mean, basically I think what it was is we both realized we both were going through that transition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then we ended up kind of just connecting. I remember I invited you to like my launch party yep. um, when I first decided to launch the company and we kind of hit it off and we kind of had a couple meetups and basically decided okay like i was leading this company by myself for a good like almost year and i was honestly in over my head i um was working full-time at cisco systems i was getting an mba at santa clara university and then okay, i was <laughs> right and then okay. i started a business and so although i was doing so many amazing things i realized i needed help and i really determined that you were like the perfect person to bring on board to kind of help me and 
Aww, what was so nice. I know <laughs> it can be nice sometimes. And so basically, that's kind of what Shakeout was all about, right? And yeah, so, so, t- t- so talk more about Shakeout. Like, talk more about like what it is, like the Shakeout. What is the Shakeout? So it's funny because people are like, "What does that even mean?" Basically, Shakeout is talking about athlete turnover. You know, it's about athletes that are constantly being transitioned or phased out of competitive athletics. And it's not something that we need to be afraid of, or it's not something that is totally depressing. What it is, it's one door closed so that another amazing door can open up for people. And the shakeout was something that my dad always talked about from the time I was like in elementary school till the point where I was the product of the shakeout. <laughs> I was like in middle school and I was like, yo dad, so-and-so's not playing basketball anymore. And he was like, that's the shakeout. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And so I looked it up in the dictionary. Basically what it is, it's turnover. It's talking about turnover in a particular industry. And what I decided to do was make it applicable to athletics. We're talking about every year athletes are phased out of athletics due to injury, skill set, capability, politics, or life. That's the sh- that's just the reality of it. Athletes are leaving, athletes are coming in. And mm-hmm. so what ShakeOut is all about is preparing athletes for that transition out of competitive athletics. So that's basically what it is. So it caters to all athletes, pro, yeah. college, at any level, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, exactly. You know, we are not exclusive over here at ShakeOut. Um, and so that's pretty much, I think, like the gist of what ShakeOut is. And that ties into why we wanted to start this podcast, Athletes Are People Too. Because with ShakeOut, we're looking at the fact that athletes are human beings first. They're people first. And they're mm-hmm. athletes second. When you hear the word student athlete, it's student first, athlete second. So basically, we're kind of having that same concept with our podcast, Athletes Are People Too. And Nick, actually, you're the one that came up with the title. So let us know, like, what sparked you to create that title, Athletes Are People Too, for the title of this podcast? I think what really broke, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, recently when, you know, Kevin Durant, you know, he ruptures his, his Achilles. And shouts out to Kevin Durant, you know, all prayers to you for a speedy recovery. When... Toronto fans were laughing and the the media, the social media, the slander that you saw of making, you know, making fun of this person, you you can as an athlete I just feel for the guy. I hope that he's, you know, got the right support system that he's got, you know, he's got the people around him to support him because mentally like you just took away the one thing that that he would die for, the thing that he identifies himself with and now that that passion, when you take that away from someone, and when you let the media and other people and outside people just kind of create the, the narrative for athletes, it was, you know, like I said, the straw that broke the camel's back because I just got fed up of athletes not being the ones to have their own voice and being the ones to speak up for themselves. And because like DeMarcus Cousins says, you know, they're, they're, we're, whatever they do inside the lines, that's, that's all they're judged for. And we forget that these athletes are... They're people first, you know, they have emotions and they go through life stuff and they have families and they have conflicts and they have, you know, everything else that every other humans do at the elite levels. They're just very, very, very good at, at playing a sport. Right. Right. And right. that's the, like, it's like people put them on these pedestals, right? Experience, like expecting. And the, hi- the higher the expectation and the, the bigger the fall the bigger, the more slander and the harder it is for an athlete to just be themselves. Yeah, I think what it is, you put these people on a pedestal, right? And then you expect perfection, right? Because 
they're known to be the best of the best. And when you're the best of the best, it's like you can't make mistakes. And that's where people fail to realize that they're people too. They make mistakes. They're human beings. Exactly. Just like we make mistakes in our everyday lives, these athletes are making mistakes. And and, and I wouldn't even necessarily call them mistakes. They're learning opportunities. Of course. And and don't get me wrong, like I'm all for like if, you know, if if someone gets like crossed and they fall, like yeah, like that's funny. Like we can joke about that, but like when you make fun of someone's health and their injury, that is a line that we have to remember. Like these are people. Like imagine if Imagine if your best friend or your or your life partner or your family member uh, ruptured his Achilles at work, like because Kevin Durant is that person to someone, so he he matters, and so we shouldn't, you know, treat athletes like they're you know these immortal figures that are they just play their sport and that's it. Yeah, I think for me too. I looked at it like my career ended due to a career-ending injury, right? Talk, like, talk, talk more about that because that kind of <laughs> that tie. Well, that your story ties into why I created why shakeout. you created Shakeout and kind of you know your why. Yeah, yeah, facts. So I mean, I guess it all started off when I was in high school and I had like a stress reaction in my right hip that eventually became a stress fracture and then became a fracture and then my actual hip almost snapped in half. Luckily, the doctors were able to find that before that happened. So that happened, I guess, like my sophomore year um, in college as I was transferring from Oregon State University to San Jose State University. I was on crutches for six months, and then that healed, thankfully. But when I came back to play basketball, I was overcompensating on my left side because I was favoring my right hip. What that led to was me, you know, overcompensating, putting a lot of pressure on my left uh, side of my body and really hurting my knees. And then I remember one game, like this huge ass post player from Wyoming fell on my fucking knee. Country fit. <laughs> like, like this big core. Big old girl. Right, core fed ass broad. <laughs> fell on my knee and hyperextended it. Plus I was already favoring it. And then I think at that moment is when like the bone and cartilage chip started breaking off in my knee. So long story short, my career was ended due to a, a bone and cartilage transplant in my left knee. And what I was told by the doctors is that I would never be able to run, jump, or play basketball ever again. Do I believe the doctors? No. I actually decided recently to go back to physical therapy because although I don't want to like go on marathons, I want to be able to be active as active as I choose to be. I want to be in control of my narrative as it relates to me, myself, and my body. Um, But with that being said, my basketball career did come to an end. And I found out that it came to an end a year earlier than I had expected. And so I had to really make that transition out of competitive athletics so much sooner than I had prepared for. And so it was like trying to find a job when I my mindset was like, okay, I'm gonna have my senior season, boom, go play overseas for a couple years, boom, and then get into the you know workforce. But everything happened at an accelerated rate for well, me. Well, that's hard when you when you're faced with a decision like that when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Like for like when you when you're like a junior and then a senior, you're expecting to graduate and you know that you're gonna end. But when you have an injury, so like my question to athletes out there, like, are you ready? If your sport, like for some whatever for whatever reason, your sport had to end today, are you ready for that life after your sport is over with? Yeah. Because at any moment, like you know, you could, I mean, God, God forbid, like bust a knee or whatever, your sport might end, and that's just how it is. That's life. And as athletes, we need to accept that. But that's something for you that really 
um, sparked everything for you because you had to face that, yeah. that, that adversity right away because it was unexpected. You had plans of, I mean, you could hoop. I know we weren't friends at San Jose State, but you could hey, ball. Hey, I got so, buckets. So, like, <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you were a de- defensive-minded person, and, like, there's always a spot for someone like that. Like, mm-hmm. you could have you definitely, like, for you, I feel like it was pretty realistic yeah. of a goal to, like, play, pay to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's, I mean, that's psychologically, like, with your psyche, that messes you up. Because, yeah. like I said, like, you identify yourself with, like, you were a hooper. Well, not only that, that, not only that, like, there was a lot of depression that I went through. There was, you know, help that I got. Well, there was help that I got for it. And there was times where, like, I had to be strong for my family. um, Because for me, showing, like, my true emotions and being vulnerable at that moment was a sign of weakness. And so I didn't want to tell them how sad I was. I didn't want them to know that I was crying myself to bed every night because no, it wasn't just about not being a basketball player anymore. I could not run, I could not jump, I could not play basketball. And the surgery that I had, I was on bed rest for a good month. And so I had to re- doing nothing. Yeah, I had to, yeah, I had to relearn how to walk again. And so- with your mind. It did mess with my mind. And then me being kind of the hustler I am, I'm like, Mom, I got to get a job. I got to make money. What's so funny is I was going into interviews with a leg brace and crutches on. When I got the job at Cisco, no I excuses. Went, <laughs> right. I don't no, want to hear it. <laughs> no excuses whatsoever. <laughs> I went into my interview, like, dressed to a T. I had this, like, hot pink shirt on with these, like, dress pants with my Tory Burch flats. <laughs> I was killing the game with this huge ass leg brace on with crutches. And best believe, I think it was them seeing that despite that, sh- that shows heart. Like and you, and you, that's you, you compete at a high level. Exactly. And I think and that a had lot to of do, athletes that's what who we are. Is that's in our DNA. Exactly. And I think that had to do with why they decided to hire me. Cause let me tell you, my resume busted. <laughs> busted. All I had on there was like worked retail, did basketball camps. That's pretty much it. I mean, for a lot of athletes out there, and myself included, I didn't have a lot of experience in the workforce, and that was kind of why I did struggle in that transition. Because when I felt like, I, I mean, how am I supposed to get an entry level job at, especially being in the Silicon Valley? How am I supposed to get an entry level job with a kinesiology degree? And you know, I don't have any experience in tech or things like that. So for you to do that, um, that's that's pretty inspiring for Shakeout and for another athlete to think, man, like. I mean, if you could do it, why can't I do it? Exactly. And I think that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, like, show athletes. Tell your story. Yeah, but I I wanted to show athletes, like, hey, I don't want you guys to think that I just, you know, was able to get an internship. That's how I got in at Cisco Systems, which is one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Shout out, Cisco. Right. Can we do that? Is that cool? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Um, One of the biggest tech companies in the world and also a legacy tech company. It's probably one of the oldest tech companies in Silicon Valley. So I got a job at Cisco. Granted, I'm not going to even dispute the fact that my mom works here and she introduced me to people. The plug. That's why I was like, I want to be the plug for every single athlete out there because I had a plug. That just happened to be my mom. So how can I show up for other athletes so that they can have their foot in the door at certain companies? And that was also the basis of ShakeOut. Like, trust me, I'm gonna say this again. I had no real work experience. My resume was busted. It was my personality and the fact that I showed up. I showed up like a gimp. Well, I think I think the difference between you and maybe some other person that you may, might see online or whatever is like you're using your 
experience and story, but you're you're helping other athletes actually apply them. Yeah. Like you're not just going up there and you know you're a motivational speaker and like it's the same thing that you hear from everyone else, like talking about you know you have to do this and you have to do that. You're actually helping athletes create a resume, create a LinkedIn, teach them how to finance, teach them how to network, so that mm-hmm. they can actually apply it. So you're not just saying it to them, you're teaching them, yeah. consulting, coaching. Exactly, and that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to just come up here and like tell you guys my story, because it's not about my story. Right. My company is about helping you redefine your story, because your it, story is what's most important, you're not writing, mine. You're writing your own book. Yeah. We're just helping you. Create the narrative. Exactly. We're just, we're just kind of your tutors. We're tutors, oh, we tutors in life, right? <laughs> we're coaching and consulting to make you the best person possible, not yeah. just an athlete. Like you're the things that make you great athletes, those uh, those make you great off the court or field as well. Yeah. And exactly. you can apply those to businesses. And that's what a lot about ShakeOut is. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And it and ties back to what the title of this podcast is, Athletes Are People Too. I think I had to first identify, you know, that I'm a human being. I have emotions. I am going through We're all through, on the same playing right, field, right? Right. I am going through some I'm I'm going through some shit. It was hard, and I'm not gonna sit up here and make it seem like it was a Cinderella story. Like it was no, really, it's, it's it was, still hard. We're still, we're still trying to make it work. Exactly, exactly. We all are. And it's like, I have emotions, I have feelings, I get frustrated, I get burnt out. Especially the fact that I was working, you know, a full time job, running a company, getting an MBA. I was burnt. Which you just graduated, so shout out, congrats. Yeah, but I You're was walking on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. That's big time. That's Let's huge. go. <laughs> Let's go. You should be proud of that. I am. I am. But the fact is, like, I was burnt the fuck out, which is why I had to make the decision to bring people on to my team because I had to identify the fact I'm a human being. I'm a person. I'm burnt out. I need help. Although I have, you know, these great ideas, I need people to help me bring those ideas to fruition. Mm-hmm. And I think that me identifying the fact that I am a human being and that I'm a person first that was really pivotal in me, I think, being able to take ShakeOut to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. And for listeners out there, like, that are former athletes, current athletes, you know, like, if you are currently going through the, some of the things that we've talked about, the ShakeOut, um, you're not alone. You know, athletes out there um, know that you are, like our, like, our slogan is that you are more than your sport. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, Period. Period. Pe- Period. <laughs> Period. Shout out City Girls. Um, but like, no, if you know, if you if you are trying to find a new passion, um, if you are, you know, not happy with your job right now, mm-hmm. try to find something that's gonna give you that fulfillment. That, that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's helping other people, uh, might be working with kids, it might be, uh, you know, it might be starting your own company. Who knows? Who knows? And I think. You know, we, we heard about kind of my struggles and the things that I went through, Nick. Like, tell us a little bit about your transition from East Bay. I know your story of playing overseas. Yeah. You've told me that several times. Let our listeners hear about, like, what you did when you decided to go to Spain. I wasn't ready to – I've never – I'm very fidgety. I'm, I wasn't ready to get into an office and work a business Yeah, job. you're fidgety right now. And I know. And you chill out, bro. <laughs> and I um, – I, what I did was I was not ready to accept basketball being over. So mm-hmm. what I did was I packed a bag and I bought a one-way ticket to Europe and I just tried to make this basketball career work playing overseas. I didn't have 
an agent, I didn't have contacts, I didn't have a, tr a tryout, nothing. I'm not gonna go into the full details about how it all worked, but eventually <laughs> I landed and I was playing for a VGO basket in um, Spain. I was in a lower level um, and I played one year of professional basketball. And after that, I came back home and, you know, I, I had the experience and it was awesome. And, but then I, I realized like my, it, it wasn't my career path because I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term thing. So then I had to kind of go through that transition again of like really accepting like this is the end of it. And through that, I worked jobs that I hated. Uh, I won't say specifics, but I was selling, <laughs> selling cars and, and just, you know, working at places I did not enjoy. There was no fulfillment. And then I finally started, um, working for a company called Advocates for Athletes. Mm -hmm. And through that, um, you know, we help high school athletes through the recruiting process. And our program is designed to get kids to their best fit school for both their sport and their academics. So being able to coach high school athletes and get them to schools that they, um, you know, that's gonna be their best fit, that's when I started to get my passion for helping athletes. And uh, when I saw the ShakeOut post, it was just kind of all Perfect. It just made sense, it was, right? It just all made sense and it was perfect timing. And through my experience of coaching and consulting and helping athletes. Um, at like that lower level, right? At the lower level and even even lower, I, I, was a, I was also a PE teacher for one semester at Hoover Elementary in Redwood City. Shout out um, to my Hoover Huskies. Hoover Huskies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, that's our thing. Don't hate on it. That's our thing. It's cute. It's but cute. Um, no, but just through that and like wanting to make a difference and wanting to make an impact on, on kids and the, and the youth and the next generation of athletes. Um, but through that, it that's how I learned my passion of just wanting to help athletes. And that was my, uh, that was basically my shakeout. That's what, mm -hmm. you know, my, my biggest thing was accept, try, it was not accepting the end. Yep. Because when you play at a high level, whether you play college or pro, when you play at a higher level, the higher the level, the harder it is to detach from that uh, that identity of being an athlete. And um, it's hard. It, it, it was really hard for me. And um, when I saw ShakeOut in the post, it made me, I, I just believed in the vision yeah. as soon as I saw it. Yeah. I, I knew I was like this is because you knew you were well, part I, of that I'm, community, I'm right? Part of it, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm an athlete that's not afraid to admit that I struggled with my mental health. I was depressed. I was you know I was trying to find other outlets to cope with yeah. that uh, you know not playing basketball with a purpose anymore. That's hard. It's hard. It's really hard to deal with. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to help be that voice of getting in touch with other athletes so that they know that they are not alone. That you're not alone going through this process of, you know, who am I now? The you know? thing is, there's a whole community of athletes that have gone through the shakeout, are going through the shakeout, or will go through the shakeout. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what's so important that we can call out. Like, there's a whole community of us. Yeah. And we all have struggled in some fashion, or we will, or we currently are struggling, right? And so it's kind of like, how do we bring awareness to something that... I think no one really wants to bring light to. But not just talk about it, like come up with a solution and like be that positive yeah. outlet for people I, to I, know that they're not alone. Like I feel like a, the conversation has started, but we are bringing it to uh, uh, awareness where we don't have to, we don't have, like you said earlier, 
it, the transition into life after sports doesn't have to be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. You can be excited about what's next. It's transitions. I, I mean, we all go through transitions in life, and I think they're all beautiful. We, they all happen for a reason. Kobe Bryant's a perfect example. Like he, like any interview you see with him, he always talks. They always ask him like, "So how's retirement?" And he always answers like the same way. He's excited about this new challenge. Yeah, that's the only way you have to look at life: being excited about it, having a positive, not, not oh it's over. Like okay, something new. Yeah. Because no. because you are a person. It just all ties back to athletes. You are a, you're people too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No facts, facts. And I think that I don't know. I think it's just important, right? I think it's important. And for me, I hate complaining about shit. I'm not going to talk about a problem and create a solution. And that is like a that's tip. Thing that we're good but at. that's a tip for people that <laughs> want to be successful in life, period. Like, don't complain about something. Come with a solution. If you're working at a job and you're like, we're not as efficient as we should be. Don't go to your boss saying we're not as efficient as we should be. Be like, you know what I noticed? There's a couple gaps. I think our efficiency levels are a little bit down. I create a solution. That solution might not be the actual solution that they're going to take and run with, but the fact that you came with a solution to a problem it's versus bitching and complaining, right? that is what <laughs> separates like the, the basic-ass people from those that actually like kick ass in life. The NARPs. Yeah, we're not going to be yeah, basic. Yeah, you non-athletic regular people. But no, but For those who don't know. <laughs> the non-athletic even, regular people. But there's not, even, there's not even that. There's not even a problem Ath- with that. Athletes know who the NARPs were yeah. in college. Yeah. Especially the collegiate athletes. Yeah, I mean, and and they're they they work in your office too. You know who they are. You, <laughs> you know the ones. Yeah, that literally just like complain, like you just complain, like complain. it's like man, like you don't know what, like some of the like athletes go through so much, and that's why like yeah, like what you're saying, like coming up with a solution. Regular well, people will just only, dwell on the problem. Well, not even just, I wouldn't even just say like it's non, like whatever the NARP stands for or whatever. Non-athletic, non-athletic regular, regular people. people. Whatever. Because like <laughs> an athletic person doesn't have to be like a former collegiate athlete. They're just someone that's kind of like no, competitive because right. I mean, my VP, just, my example. VP obviously didn't like, you know, play a sport necessarily, but it's really what separates those kind of people well, you, that get to high levels versus those that are just complacent, which is being like mediocre, right? right? And that right there, right, me exactly. being a solution focused person is one huge reason why my career has like accelerated at Cisco at such a rapid pace. Like I'm so young because and you still doing done. so many amazing things at Cisco because I get shit done. And that same willingness and that same drive is what I've taken over into ShakeOut and why it literally went from being kind of just like a nothing and we're going into the first year of ShakeOut being an LLC, I think in July. And we have so much, right? We have a clothing line. I have a team. We have deals in the pipeline. We have deals coming through. We have so many amazing we have ath- things. We have athletes we're working with. Athletes that we're working with. Athletes we, that we've we have, gotten we have, jobs. We have, we have Olympic athletes who have who you're currently coaching. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a client that's gotten a job at Tesla. So it's kind of like we're making moves here. And that's only happened because you and, just and get Glassdoor. shit done. Tesla and Glassdoor. Yep, yep. And then another one soon. Yeah, so it's kind of like so we're that's keeping like, them coming. Well, that's what's so great about ShakeOut, too, is like, and kind of going back to what I was saying about like actually implementing, you know, a solution is that you are helping them get jobs. You're yeah. not just like motivating them to be a better person. Like you're doing right. that, but you're also helping them get a job it's that they enjoy. It's giving them sustain- sustainable and tangible steps to really like help them get a job. Like it's one thing to coach them through 
what you go through during the transition, the emotional aspect of it, helping them with the resume, helping them with financial literacy, helping them expanding their network, but then taking all of those tools together, which also happen to be kind of our four pillars of ShakeOut, Mm -hmm. and then helping them get a job, helping them identify what they're passionate about besides their sport, which might be a new hobby, whatever that is. Exactly. So like you could be like, and it's it's all customizable to the athlete. So it could be, that's what I was saying earlier. It could be, you know, that they like getting a job at Tesla, or it could be they want to start their own business company, right? or company. And I can walk them through it because I started my own company. Hello. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it is what they want to do. And I think. But you're help, you're help, so ShakeOut is, you're helping them find that fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. That transition. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I mean, I think we could honestly the go... The shakeout. Exactly. <laughs> I think we could go, honestly, hours and hours talking about it, but we basically more so wanted to, like, give our listeners a tidbit to, like, who Classy and Nick are, mm-hmm. why we decided to create this podcast, what shakeout is, and ultimately, like, what you can expect from this podcast in the future. So we're... Thinking like, of having like topics, like, yeah, yeah, athletes and media. We're gonna bring on Man, some professional I got some athletes. To say about the athletes right. in the media. <laughs> we know Nick. We know. I know. I'm sorry. We know. I get. Ex- I get excited. Uh, we're also gonna talk. We're gonna have I interviews. Just, I, with, I love. I love my athletes. That's all. I'm sorry. We know. Because like they just. Uh, Kevin Durant is such a good dude. Okay. Anyway, right? so what we're <laughs> also saying, gonna like, be having. He's a person. He's a human being. We get it. But in the future, <laughs> we're also going to be having Same. interviews with professional athletes. We're gonna be talking about athletes that are doing amazing things in their community, in business, um, just bringing light to the fact that they're doing so many amazing things outside of their sport and just sit up here and kind of inspire our listeners to know that, yeah, you're athletes. Yeah, you're hella good at what you're doing as far as an athlete. Like, you are the best of the best, but guess what? You're so much more than your sport. Believe it. Uh, The sport is only one concept one minor thing about you you have so much more to bring to this world and this podcast is highlighting what you have to offer and so you hopefully could learn something from you know the guests we have on it some of the topics that we have we just want to come up here and inspire and motivate people learn something new laugh with us you know just like knowing that you're, you're an athlete you're not alone and that you can listen to a podcast listening to two athletes talking about the things that athletes like to talk about, but outside of their sport and the things that are important and, you know, just creating that community for athletes to know that there's other athletes out there that are just like you. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter the sport. You can even be an athlete, not play a sport. Like dancers are athletes. Absolutely. So this, this like if, Absolutely. If, if you are, if you're an athletic person, you're an athlete, you're an athlete. Thank you guys so much for listening to our our first episode of Athletes Are People Too. We have so many amazing things coming in the future, and we're excited to share them all with you. So you guys have a blessed day.